Welcome to OpenBox. OpenBox aims at bringing easier understanding of open problems that help in finding solutions for these problems. For the set purpose, I interview researchers, practitioners who have published works or who have strong views about open problems in variety of areas in artificial intelligence, machine learning and allied areas. These are published as part of a podcast series. My name is Sundar. I'm an ethics and risk professional and an AI ethics researcher. I'm the host of this podcast. Ideas emerge when curiosity meets clarity. Here we go with open box to bring clarity to those curious minds looking to solve real world problems. This project is done in collaboration with For Humanity. For Humanity is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to minimizing downside risks of AI and autonomous systems. If you want to know more about For Humanity, visit https://forhumanity.center. Today, we have with us Carol. Carol is a machine learning practitioner working on NLP for the past five years, most recently with NVIDIA. Prior to this, she was working in the field of molecular biology. She is currently focusing on AI ethics, given the potential harms that AI can contribute to people. or impact people she wants to use her skills to prevent those harms and given her experience of nlp she wants to share her insights with reference to zero shot text classification we're going to pick up a paper which speaks about open issues of zero shot text classification and expand on that with the experience carol brings in the subject this paper was published in 2021 the title of the paper is issues with entertainment based zero shot text classification carol welcome to the show thanks for having me welcome to open box this is part 2 we are speaking with carol carol is discussing about zero shot learning and open issues associated with zero shot learning she did speak about some of the open issues in part 1 if you have not listened to part 1 i would highly recommend you to listen to part 1 before coming to this part there are she covered two clear aspects in this one is an aspect of generalization and language representation then she also covered an aspect of when a model is trying to classify it do a text classification that could be an a necessity to classify it in none of the above category when because of lack of labels or because of change the the environment being very different Now we're going to be speaking about other open issues that she's touching upon. Let's get on to the conversation. Carol, welcome back. Thanks. Okay, so let's get on and let's discuss about the other issues that you've highlighted in in this context that you wanted to discuss about. So one of the one of the ones that we had talked about before the recording is the issue of label design. So the in the in a zero shot approach in NLP you often have to manually create some labels so to make it more concrete we could go back to the example that i mentioned in the in the first segment where we have a digital assistant and it's capable of handling handling just a small number of intents so those were play music get a weather forecast and get directions and i talked about how we would form a sentence pair with the incoming user query and our our three candidate labels. So I gave the three candidate labels as something like I want to play music and or I want a weather forecast. I want to get directions. So those were those three candidates were like made up by me 
And, and that's basically what you have to do in order to use this approach. You have to write some candidate label. And it takes a lot of, a lot of time and manual, manual tinkering to come up with labels that are actually going to do a good job of, of detecting the categories that you're, that you're wanting to classify. And what I found as a practitioner using this approach is that the, the label design is very, very sensitive to small changes in wording. And it becomes really tricky if you have, if you have similar intents or similar categories that are, you know, slightly overlapping. To give an extreme example, there was there was a bot that I that someone else had designed, and I was trying to re basically re-implement it with a zero-shot approach. And the original designer had had two intents. One was tell me a joke, and another one was tell me another joke. And so, <laughs> how could I how could I design labels that would distinguish between those two? It was it was almost impossible. <laughs> understand so yeah so this is interesting so the label design will also have an implication in terms of what's the known universe or expected universe of labels that the model is expecting right so right. if you are not well aware of the environment in which it is intended to be deployed the label design will have its own share of bias or inconsistencies that will impact the model performance and practically impact people in that sense does it seem relatable or Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's very insightful. And of course, that's a problem with a more traditional fully supervised approach as well. So you do have to have good awareness of what, like, what are all the possible things that people might say, and, you, and it's possible to make a mistake about, you know, your assumptions there. But it, yeah, it's probably an even bigger deal with the zero shot approach. You, you also mentioned earlier about another piece of information which is relating to overlapping intents. Could you just explain briefly about it and how it impacts in the context of zero-shot approach? Yeah, so it, so overlapping intents, yeah, that's when they're very similar. So the, the meaning and then maybe the words that people are using might be very similar for two, two intents. I mean, I gave the example of tell me a joke and tell me another joke. That's kind of extreme, but so there could be something like, I, I don't know, I want to cancel my account and I want to, I don't know, I want to pause my account or something like that. So very similar things, but the system might want, you might, as a system designer, you might want to distinguish between those two and handle them in different ways. And so it can be difficult in this zero-shot approach because you're manually writing the, the labels to distinguish between them. It can be difficult to come up with labels that will do a good job of that. Um, in a fully supervised approach, it, the traditional way, you don't actually write the labels. You basically, you're just, you're just telling the model, these are different categories. Here are examples of things that fit into those different categories. And the model, the model will learn, hopefully, learn some features that distinguish them. In the zero shot approach, we as the designers have to guess, you know, like what are, what are the differences that a model would be able to detect and how can I write a label that kind of probes those differences? I understand. It's, it's very interesting and fascinating to learn about, first about language and also language understanding of models and open problems that can create more complexity to the language understanding itself, right? So I just wanted to ask you, with all these discussions that we have had, what are the top level issues that you would want to highlight for somebody working in this particular space or 
wants to explore research in this particular space from a ethics perspective or even solutions for open problems perspective in the context of zero shot learning top level problems well i mean i think that the i think the problems that that others have identified so people like emily bender to nick gebru people that have you know published on on the problems with large language models i think all of those problems absolutely apply to what we're talking about today so i think that i think that's a good starting point to you know to understand what kinds of biases these models are learning why that's happening which is which has a lot to do with the underlying data well maybe i'll, I'll stop with that <laughs> that's interesting that's interesting of course with the with the issues of word embeddings and how the models are trained on we spoke about pre-trained models the complexity is going to anyways be very different depending on the context in which it, these models are deployed right so I'm, I'm really glad that we were able to speak carol and thanks a lot for you sharing a lot of insights in this i'm i'm very hopeful that people listening to this episode will really find insights and somewhere someone will try and find solutions and that's what we are oh. hoping for great yeah thanks for having me thanks a lot